Hi everyone. I am Nicole. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> I am Earl. I did say hi everyone before I said that. Anyway, we're the Poisers and this is the mix-up. Episode number seven. Yes, coming at you on March 21st, 2021. Um, it is a beautiful day here in New York, just, um, spring, I think is hopefully here to stay, but who knows, um, but we were, we had some warm weather like a week or so ago, and then it was like 10 degrees, so no exaggeration, so (laughs) hopefully now spring is here to stay. Um, I do, before we get started, I just, um, a little shout out plug for you because you just celebrated a birthday this week. So, um, happy belated. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed your day. I did enjoy my 21st. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. That's, that's, Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, just... 21 just, again, that's just it? Just keep it there. Okay. Forever? Just keep going. Okay. Just let it go. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, we are going to completely switch from happy stuff to not-so-happy stuff. Um, we wanted to talk about anti-Asian violence, um... It is dominating the news cycle, especially after what has happened in Georgia. Um, so, for, for, (laughs) what happened in Georgia has many, many layers to it, right? There's a lot of directions that we're going to go in based off of those events, um, or that event, excuse me. And so there are many layers to what occurred from the, the shooting itself, the violence itself, um, the people who were murdered, the shooter who committed the, the crime, the murder, um, there's just there's so many layers I hope we can get to all of it at least like touch on at least most of it um I think I think we also need to mention you know this is not anti-Asian violence is not a new thing this didn't just happen because of COVID and the rhetoric behind coronavirus in the last administration. Um, The increase, the dramatic increase, though, can be correlated to that rhetoric Mm -hmm. of of the terms that were used to describe COVID-19 and the coronavirus. Um, And I think most people are aware of that. But there is a long line of history regarding how Asian Americans are viewed and we're not just talking about China specifically, we're talking about all, the classification of all Mm -hmm. so I don't know where we want to start with this do we want to start with Georgia and what happened? go there and work our way backwards and outwards yeah move like that okay um so, unfortunately, eight people were murdered in Georgia by a 21-year-old white man. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to use his name. Yeah. He doesn't deserve that sort of recognition. Um, six of the eight victims are of Asian descent. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot that came out of this shooting. There's there's this whole discussion about classification of the crime as a hate crime and whether or not it's a hate crime. It's a high bar to get accused of 
um, acting out <clears throat> in the name of hate. Yes. In this country. <clears throat> Federally, well, at least. Right. And it, it's important to note that Georgia was one of a small handful of states that had lacked its own hate crimes law. And that only changed a year ago after the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. Right. So if if it does get classified as such um, by the authorities, it would be the first. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let that kind of sink in a little bit. Yeah, it's a crazy indictment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sad. Mm-hmm. So going along with classification of a hate crime was this news that came out about the shooter saying that he suffered from a sex addiction and had sought treatment for it and had a hard time reconciling his temptation and addiction with his religion and committed the crimes that he did as a way to make the temptation go away. Right. And now you and I, I feel like we talk about this every time something like this happens because it's, to me, it feels like they're trying to humanize a despicable, disgusting person. Mm-hmm. Right? By trying to say, well, it's sex sex addiction it's not a hate crime and it and my argument is it doesn't have to be one or the other it can be all of the above mm-hmm. right so i don't you want to yeah no kinda just... dive into that <clears throat> well <clears throat> especially when they're a white yeah i yeah. i think i i think that that needs to be said right yeah yeah, they're, yeah. The, the shooter was white is white mm-hmm. um so i feel like the excuses generally come to, to humanize them when they are white because if if and when they're not mm. it's a completely different narrative yeah so I'll, I'll go into that a little bit more yeah um, you know it, it tends to stay consistent throughout the history of this nation when it especially when it comes to violence or aggression that people of authority, the government, what have you, people who are in charge. Um, and even in, in the court of public opinion, when they say that if the perpetrator is white or a white man in particular, in most cases, they'll try to bend over backwards to find some mitigated reason, some psychological explanatory type of thing explanatory thing they're trying to explore and scrutinize and really delve in deep as to what could have brought them to this point Mm -hmm. to perpetrate such heinous crimes such bad things on other people especially when those other people are not not white. white right and it we what we do is find try to find that loophole to find a good excuse for why they may have done what they have done. So case in point, most recently when that police spokesperson Sheriff, I think she is Yeah, I don't even remember his name Something he doesn't yeah. deserve to be remembered <laughs> either, so it doesn't really matter much to me because, you know, he had on his Facebook page not that long ago Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. In connection with when Trump had said something about the China virus. Mm-hmm. And he had something on his shirt T-shirt about that. Uh, that basically said something about COVID and and actually had written on it, right, China virus. Right. Um, and he yeah. really liked his shirt. Yeah. You should get the shirt or something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in the uh, conference, he tried to come up with an excuse for the mm-hmm. uh, murderer to say that he was having a bad day. Yeah. And that was the reason that he had lashed out the way that he did. As if, you know, he was like a toddler and he just was <laughs> in the grocery store. He was just throwing a tantrum mm-hmm. and he just happened to knock over all the right. cereal on the floor 
and it had to be a cleanup in aisle five. Yeah. Like, I don't go out and buy a gun and decide to murder yeah. a bunch of people. Like, so he tried to explain away and say that this thing was just a, just a regular old no, thing. No big deal. No big deal. Um, kind of innocuous. And, you know, when you have bad days and you just tend to go out and kill people. Like, don't you do that? Like, yeah. And I'm just sitting back like, yeah. wow. Yeah. He just really disregarded the people who just died mm-hmm. at the hands and of this families. crazy person yep. mm-hmm. and their families and their friends and whoever that they were close to and just said that this guy is somebody you need to understand and try right. to connect us all and we try to bring to us in him. and see why he may have done mm-hmm. what he has done. There's no explaining away that. There's no excuse no. for that. But... What we tend to see in this country a lot is if the tables are turned yes. and they reverse, if that person was of a Muslim descent or if that person was black, you know, we tend to rush to judgment. When it comes yes. to white people The word or, terrorist is thrown around really right, easily. When it comes to white people and it comes to them committing some kind of crime, we have to look into it. We can't rush to judgment. Uh, let's go back to the videotape Mm -hmm. Uh, wait and see and all this type of thing but when it comes to other people it's that person's a murderer that person's a monster that person is an animal that person doesn't deserve to see the light of day and things of that nature we never have the same patience and the same reservation of our uh, 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 making up our minds on anything because we already know that inherently these people are criminals mm-hmm. and they're just bad. So there's really nothing to review. There's nothing to look over. Yes. Um, and when it comes to, 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 to white men in particular, well, you know, it's just not like him. It, something must have happened. He Maybe he was <laughs> mentally messed up. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe you he are, was crazy. If you decide to murder a bunch of people, you're not going right in the head. I think we can all say that no matter who you are. Right, but So, uh, yeah. You're but, not right in the head, but at the but same time, not, I'm not going to say it's it, it, there's yeah. two definitions. There's right. there's the medical definition like mm-hmm. we just say it as a collective colloquial type of thing where it's like, oh, that person's crazy. He's out of his head whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to say like like diagnosing them yes. medically as they are crazy, they are insane. That, that is so that is the reason right. that they have done this. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to other people who are mm-hmm. not white, this is their inherent nature. Yes. This is something that comes with the package. Mm-hmm. And so we don't need to delve into where this has come from and whatever we already know what it is yes and case is closed yep. and that's that let's throw the book throw the book at them um and so that 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 is the most disturbing part for me but yet is not the most surprising part for me because like i said this is historic this has been happening um and you know when, when it comes to you know people of asian descent um particularly uh in particular, women are the one who are being mm-hmm. abused or being have having these violent acts met out on them. Women, the elderly, the elderly as well. Um, and this is a historical context too. This all comes from history too, because yes. it's like, uh, you know, typically speaking, um, when it came to like viewing like sex and Asian woman kind of went hand in hand and they were all sexualized Mm -hmm. and they were all seen as subservient Mm -hmm. and passive and so it just kind of this latest uh, horrific act kind of goes in line with that line of thinking in that you know he had an issue with his sexual addiction. I'm gonna play devil's advocate and say that was the reason, right? So because he went, he f- apparently went to these places before right. as a customer, right? Yeah. So he had to get rid of his sexual temptations yes. or what have you, um, according to the reports. And so it just it's really telling that for him he associated sex with the Asian. Mm-hmm parlor the people who ran this business 
and that he made his way from one mm-hmm. location, drove yeah. many like miles, twenty something, thirty miles to another almost. one that just yeah. happened to be mm-hmm. people of Asian descent there, and to go and uh, you know take out his frustrations or what have you that came from a sexual nature nature yeah. on these people and be judge jury executioner for them. Yes. And so it's not as if there were no other forms or, or, or businesses that had sex as their primary um, foundation for running their business. You know, there's many more explicit businesses rather than a nail salon or a parlor or a massage place or what have you. But he decided Asian woman mm-hmm. equals sex equals mm-hmm. my temptation equals I need to snuff to these people out mm-hmm. and so it's very it's very telling that that happened mm-hmm. that this just didn't come from anywhere mm-hmm. like this all does not happen in the vacuum this is all historical context and then of course you factor in the rhetoric that has been amped up mm-hmm. especially from the last administration mm-hmm. with uh, coronavirus and calling it all these disparaging names like yes. Kung Flu and China virus and of course yep. the emphasis being on China. Right. Um so this is not this is not coincidence. And right. you know, even from th- the past there's always been like this association with if the economy goes down or if there mm-hmm. happens to be a breakout of some disease or something like that. Right. That somehow China gets brought into they, that conversation. People of Asian descent mm-hmm. had to be the ones that are responsible for this. Yes. As if Americans can't spread around disease by themselves because I they've mean, done that throughout the world. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but it's pretty telling and, and, and shows a lot of arrogance and yeah. racism and ignorance that has been boiling up and they just need some way to uh, to channel it and let it out. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, these women were yes. victims of that uh, ignorance. Yes. And... um you know, hate crimes typically are underreported, mm-hmm. um, and they are very difficult to bring to you know. I don't want to say prove, but but in a court of law to prove, right? Mm-hmm. Because you need to a prosecutor needs to show that there's this underlying hatred that has existed for a specific group of a marginalized group right Mm -hmm. because it's gender it is race it is sexual orientation it is all those things and so this is this is part of why hate crimes are so underreported and so the numbers on studying them you know there's it's so hard to get anything concrete um, which a lot of that is coming out now, right, of how hard it is for for advocates to pinpoint to specific numbers because a lot of people don't report any of that stuff. And there's not then this is not like Asian specific, but this is just in general hate crimes. Um, much like how sexual assaults are also underreported, right? And there's reasons for that. And there's the prosecution is hard. You know, are you putting the victim on trial versus the actual perpetrator? There's so many different pieces to that. So the stigma, yes, there. Whether perceived or real, right, right, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with this in in terms of proving. You know, I believe it's a hate crime. Right. You believe it's a hate crime. Public opinion, majority of folks that out there are saying this. Um, obviously, there's the ones that are looking for a way out. But proving proving his internal hatred for a specific group, for these Asian women who were killed, is that much harder to prove. Yeah. Um, because the act in and of itself is not enough in in regards to the way that laws are written and how they need to be presented in at a trial. Right. 
Yeah. I don't know. I just... Like, I, once again, the laws are written to not actually help marginalized groups. Right. Because <laughs> the bar has to be set so high. It just reminds me of, like, that whole idea of saying, um, I'm not racist because I didn't say the N-word. Yes. Or, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not racist because I have a black friend or an yep. Asian friend or what, what yep. have you. Um, yeah. You know it, cause there's uh, like there's other portions of the law is like okay, for we could say first degree murder, third degree murder, and there's all these like circumstances that you have to have to fit those categories of crime, and I think you know we're at a time now where you know racism and bigotry and prejudice is just getting ramped up. Mm-hmm. Um over and over again you know the culmination of you know everything coming you know from last year to even parts of this year Mm -hmm. um i think it's just obvious to people who have their eyes open Mm -hmm. and don't want to deny what's going on and what's been going on um especially in in light of uh social media and camera Mm -hmm. phones and things like that um it just it's it's just kind of crazy how like we already are in denial of what is in front of us that has been in front of us and I just feel like the law is kind of supporting that mindset by making it that much harder to put somebody away for a crime that may have originated from hate um, based on somebody's ethnicity or race mm-hmm. or religion or what have you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's just the frustrating part that, that the, the bar has to be set so damn high. Um, and it's just basically for me, it's saying to me that that man didn't say anything that was an anti-Asian slur. So, you know, what makes it a, a hate crime? you know um so you know if somebody doesn't wear a Ku Klux Klan robe or doesn't run across right. in front of your lawn what have you how can you be racist yeah um you know it's the whole Sharon Osbourne oh boy yeah uh, ex- uh explanation how can I be racist educate me let me know um <laughs> I don't have enough time um <laughs> Because it it goes deeper than that, Ugh. you know, and yeah, um, it's just a it's just something that I just think needs to be constantly addressed and needs to be changed. Um, because now people I feel will get away with these crimes, these heinous crimes that are obvious to the public, and it'll just continue on and on and on Boom. and they won't be held to account for what they have uh you know meted out to people who don't deserve because i think i think too there's also a part of it that is the distrust of the system at large Mm -hmm. and it's not just black people who have that distrust of the system Mm -hmm. right and i think that when you are raised to not trust that system or you have you have seen time and time again how that system lets you and people who look like you and others down consistently you're going to be less inclined to go to that system and say i need help or i need justice mm-hmm. right i i would think that that's yeah got to be part of yeah. it too yeah that yeah i would say so you know, you know and, and i think in particular especially for for asian folk in this country i think another fact is you know a lot of times it's the language barrier um a cultural thing as well um yeah you know maybe countries in which they come from maybe they've had problems with the government over Mm -hmm. there they could have had problems with government in china or 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 korea or you know wherever they 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 hail from Mm -hmm. and so that may play a significant factor in it as well and now that they see what's going on and observing what's going on in the world, in America, 
in particular um, with government agents, government agencies, and how they are uh, acting or um, treating people who are in marginalized communities. Yeah, they're probably like, I don't want any parts of that. Yeah, and so I'm going to try to navigate or circumvent and go around mm-hmm. somehow this hate and this violence against me anywhere I can maybe keeping my head down and hopefully it doesn't hit me or hit any friends or family members of mine yeah um you know which is which is sad you, you, you would yeah. hope it, it it wouldn't have to come down to that yeah. but you know it's still you know it's still a possibility and I, I you can't really say that you would blame them for yeah. feeling this way you know what I'm saying um and I think, you know, this is a good segue into the model minority myth, right? Mm-hmm. Because that absolutely plays a part in so much of this, in thinking, in how how um, Asians are perceived, right? Mm-hmm. In the greater spectrum of the, specifically the United States. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, model minority myth, (laughs) Yeah, which is a lot. It's a lot, and we don't have all the time to devote to this piece, which is, it's a major piece of it, but. Yeah, Yeah, because it's like, you know, on the one hand, like, it's the model minority myth, right? Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of the spectrum is that whole, quote unquote, yellow peril, peril, where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, if something bad happens, um, blame blame this group. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, we've had a history of blaming uh, Asian people who have come to this country to make a life for themselves, a better life for themselves. They they've automatically been blamed for any you know economic downturn or any diseases that have gone happened throughout a community or what have you. It's like, oh, it must be them. It has to be them. You know, because they are the other. They are not like us. Code word for the they are not white. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything outside of that has to be those people um, that have distinctive features or, or what have you right. that that aren't tied into any quote unquote Western ideals or mm-hmm. Western way of life. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, of course, the model minority, which was created in the, in the 60s, when, of course, in the 60s, as we know, were crazy times as far as like revolutionary um, movements uh, for civil rights, for human rights, um, in particular for, for, for black people um, and also Latino people mm-hmm. as well. And so... Blacks and Latinos were seen as the ones that were causing trouble, that weren't staying in their place. They didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, what they were that they were supposed to be in this part of the totem pole, and they were trying to. How dare they try to rise up? Right? How dare and, they be loud and, and yell about yeah, it and complain and, and yeah. want some dignity and just want some basic human rights that were promised on paper. And so we're just trying to have you live up to what mm-hmm. you say that all men are created equal and have in- inalienable rights and you aren't living up to that. So yeah. the fact that we as black people say, well, we just want to be able to go to the movie theater. We just want to be able to sip from this water fountain. We just want to be able to vote without being harassed. We just want to be able to have economic and political power and things like that, that everybody else is benefiting off of and also the opportunity to live anywhere you want, which other people are able to get help from the government and we aren't even able to get help from our own government as well. So it's not even just individual or in society, in neighborhoods, but it's also uh, bad stuff that's being perpetrated by the government mm-hmm. so we're getting disparaged for that and then it's like oh let's but look at the Asian people they're not complaining they're, they're happy with their lot they're fine at the way they are so why can't right. you be like them so it was like a divide and conquer method 
or, or, or strategy as well because it's like if you could point to one group and say they're the quote unquote model minority yep. you can point to the other group and say well they aren't the quote unquote model minority they are not what we want this country to be about they are causing trouble they mm-hmm. are doing what they aren't supposed to do it's quote unquote un-American right when the most American thing to do is to it's, be revolutionary to and, protest. and yeah. protest and have change for the better. And so it was like the Asian Americans, in particular Japanese Americans, after the Japanese internment mm-hmm. after world during World War II, Two. Yeah. They were like, Oh wow, they they got sent to concentration camps and now look where they are they didn't complain they still were able to move up on social ladders or corporate ladders or political ladders or what have you and they're not complaining mm-hmm. so why can't you do the same and so you know it, it was a it was a, a ploy just basically to use them as a foil to use them as pawns and to say you know you're this and you're that but it wasn't necessarily humanizing them it wasn't making them you know like have the the complicated or the complexities of being a person of being a human mm-hmm. they were just put in a category mm-hmm. they were just this thing that was supposed to be praised and supposed to be looked up to as, as far as how they acted towards or in society as long as they didn't get out of place as long as they knew where they were in um and as far as like the relationship to to uh, white people in this country. Well, and I think that, you know, the way that this, the model minority myth was used, it was used to pit the two, gr- yeah, to pit the two groups against each other, right? Mm-hmm. To, and and un- unfortunately, right, because when we talked about this last night, the idea that all marginalized groups need to be working together right for the things that they need to advance and to be respected and to be taken seriously and given the same rights as everybody else aka just everybody else meaning white people white men i should say because women are but um but the use of the of the this myth over time i feel ha- just kind of pits pits the groups again not you know probably more subconsciously than consciously i mean that was the intent that was the intent i mean it may or may not have happened but i think and i think there's you know to say oh well they they're not complaining about anything and look we put them in camps and like they're okay they didn't they didn't say anything about that or they just went about got out and went about their lives no big deal right like get over slavery type Uh attitude Uh um and it's just it's unfortunate that that this is kind of where we are right now right it's you know i think the other thing was you were listening to something earlier about um I don't know what her what her name was. She was she was talking about a lot of Asians in in terms of not wanting to distract from Black Lives Matter and those movements, Uh right? Because they feel like, well, your your stuff is being Black people's plight is right in front of us, is being recorded, is being we see these things Uh happening all around us mm-hmm. and we don't want to distract from that right and like that that makes me i mean i i have feelings about that yeah my yeah i mean because but the thing is you know it all it all goes hand in hand with the sordid perils of yes. white supremacy yes because that's it's and white extremism yes that's basically what it's about mm-hmm. as far as you put your proverbial knee on someone else's neck in order to lift yourself Self. up right 
And so if that's at the expense of anyone who doesn't look like you or resemble mm-hmm. you, then so be it. Mm-hmm. And if we have to pit this group against that group or at least attempt to do so, then so be it. And yeah. so that's that's the through line. It's like it has always been this way Yeah, that you make these you put in these policies and you put in these rules and all of this in order to put a force field around what you see as you know the pure whiteness yeah. what is seen as white mm-hmm. you know and, and even that definition of white has transformed uh-huh. and been changed numerous times yeah. throughout the existence of this country because you know even if I go back to the 1800s or early 1900s, Italians weren't seen as mm-hmm. what we know as white. Irish people weren't seen as white. Eastern Europeans weren't seen as white. They were also seen as the other as well. Mm-hmm. But then after yep. a while, you know, when you had a lot of people of color in this country and also fighting for their rights, so what do you have to do? Now yes. you have to get together and get these people that you previously didn't see as white and use them and see them as like you look more like me than that guy over right. there so now it becomes a power move where it's like if we all come together and now we have a common enemy then now we can all get together under this umbrella of whiteness yep. and still hold on to our power yeah right so that that's that's what that is and i think now also with latino people they also a lot of times they're trying to, I guess, ingratiate themselves in that group. To, because, like, if I'm somebody who's Latino and I am can, quote-unquote, pass as white, or if I have a certain complexion, a certain look, then I'm probably going to be like, all right, maybe I can go into this group and they won't see me as, quote-unquote, the other. And, you know, so we're, like, a tipping point, too, with that as mm-hmm. well, especially when it comes to voting and the voting block and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. You know, so, you know, we got to watch out for that, too, because, you know, that's why you notice on the census, you'll have Hispanic, white or non-white. Or, or other, yeah, or, or right. Stuff like that. So there's yeah. a distinction mm-hmm. with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not by mistake. Right. Because that's, I mean, you know, quickly, but that that's why we see disparities in areas within South Florida that are different than in Texas or mm-hmm. Arizona, mm-hmm. right, or other or other states because of the influx of Cuban Americans versus, say, Mexican American right. or any of those groups, right? Because that is a hundred percent a colorism thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is which could be a whole other podcast, but right. but yeah. So, <laughs> but but yeah. To and I know. Uh, did you want to talk about? page act and the Chinese yeah, exclusion so, act. Yeah, so yeah, I was just saying um also yeah, like before uh, I had found out uh, about and it ties into um, people of Asian descent, women in particular, mm-hmm. um and the violence that's against them um especially. So this of course is not in a vacuum. That this is a historical, yeah. from historical context as well, is that um, the Page Act of 1875 um, had prohibited Chinese women from entering the U.S. Um, and it was introduced to uh, as a way to end the danger of cheap Chinese labor and immoral Chinese women. <laughs> Um, mm. which is hilarious to me it's just and quite presumptuous they really didn't um, hide things yeah yeah so and that was named after Horace Page a Republican representing California and um, so it was basically like you had people Chinese women that were coming into America East Asian women who were coming into America some of them, of course, were engaged in, in prostitution, but, you know, that's not exclusive to Asian people. Right. Like, there's prostitution in Every, everywhere. In the Bible, it, it, yeah. Like, that's the oldest, <laughs> the well, they say that's the oldest occupation of mankind. <laughs> um, 
And so, you know, they, I, be, I believe there was like, uh, may have been breakout of like, you know, first prostitution, the breakout of some venereal diseases and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, they created this um, policing of immigrants around, like I said before, around sexuality. Quote unquote, undesirables. Right. Yeah. And so what tended to happen now was they wanted to all of a sudden link, you know, disease and, and all these bad things mm-hmm. with sexuality and Chinese woman in particular, mm-hmm. you know, which was ridiculous because, mm-hmm. you know, disease is not inherent or yeah. just exclusive to nope. one group. Nope. But as I've said before, they needed a scapegoat. They mm-hmm. need somebody else to look at. And so right. they were an easy target. It's what we do best as right. a country. We just it's deflect. lazy. We it's just lazy. Deflect. And so they needed an easy target. <laughs> really and the that. Chinese women were the ones that everybody couldn't agree on. Of like, yeah, that's the target that we need. And this, of course, was a precursor to the uh, Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882, which prohibited people from China from coming into the countries because right, this covered was a, men right, right? This, and this was the economic thing like right you know they f- figured that they were taking away the jobs from and it sounds quite familiar taking the jobs from Americans mm-hmm. and that they needed to stop the the influx of Chinese people from coming in and quote yeah. unquote taking their jobs um so it all comes in that basically it comes under the umbrella of scapegoating and finding someone to blame for the issues that may be within our own borders um so it all comes full circle Mm -hmm. and nothing is really new under the sun and so you know with the recent case in atlanta like i said sexuality people of asian descent sexualization sexualization all ties in the subservience right and the servants and you know this all comes in of course in certain wars that we've had vietnam world war ii because it also ties into like a lower lower income right so Mm -hmm. if you're in the model minority but you're not quote successful in this and that Mm -hmm. to fulfill the the model minority myth Mm -hmm. right like that's that's another piece to it right right and they they also you know, and then of course, with, with with the with the Page Act, they they also wanted to their excuse as well was to protect monogamy because they felt that <laughs> somehow that these they, that these Chinese women were somehow right. like seductive yeah. and they were going to take away and break families. Do we up need to talk about like, like how how Which plantation owners had yeah. wives and did right. nefarious things? Right. That, yeah, right. So, yeah, just, this, is this is the double not, standard. Yeah, this, this is the triple is standard. <laughs> you know, uh. um, so you know, it just comes to to bear that regardless of what times that we in. Yep. Ain't nothing new. This, no. this it, it comes in different forms. Yes. Um, with but technologies it's... and you know how we move and how we interact with each other, but the basis and the foundation is always going to be rooted there. Mm-hmm. And unless we decide to make a concerted effort to change, they're going to stay in yeah. the ground and eventually peek out from under the surface. Mm-hmm. And so you know. The veneer is there of oh everything is good and everything is great but then it's, something like this happens it's that not. all crumbles and goes we to get shit. reminded every so often yeah, about how it's time. not because we always want to we, we never want to we want to attack the symptoms but we don't want to attack the cause we yes. don't want to come to terms you with put, the causes of things it's band-aids constantly on a gushing wound all the time politicians want to do that Yes. Citizens want to do that. Yes. Uh, people in influential because, jobs because want it, to do it, that. Because it, if you look at the cause, it forces you down a road mm. that white people, quite frankly, don't want to go down. Yes, because there's this whole guilt thing. Yes. Oh, so are you saying that I'm racist? Because are you, is that what you're saying? <laughs> like, no, I'm not saying that. No. Nobody's, stop making it about you. It's That's not about ex- you. It's about a structure. Yes. 
and we all can get in this together to dismantle dismantle destruction this all gonna hit us in a hard way yes you know it's gonna it's, it's gonna catch up it all comes around and you may escape it today you may escape it tomorrow but it's gonna come back and affect you or somebody that you love yes. in a in a very damaging way mm-hmm. and then you're gonna look back and be like oh damn wow now i see it when it's too late yep. like we've had so many chances to make fixes to to better ourselves to educate ourselves to 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 put ourselves out there and you know and, and make it better for others yeah. you know what i'm saying like more people will put themselves out there in a pandemic in a dangerous situation right then put themselves out there to educate themselves mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. to help not only themselves, but help others but, around them. Yeah. Like that's, that's for me. Yeah. If you want to talk about uh, a socialist or whatever, that's the best kind of socialism you can have. <laughs> Cause you're not just doing it for yourselves, but you're doing it for others. You know what I'm saying? And then we can always, live a better life or have some semblance of living a better life you know what i'm saying because it's not just about us but everybody's all about individual 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 like you got to go beyond that because it's all gonna come back like nothing happens in a vacuum right everything you know over these last seven episodes right they all it all ties back to the same stuff repeatedly Mm -hmm. over and over and over again ain't Um, nothing like i say ain't nothing new under the sun like (laughs) people just it's, it's whether you decide to keep yourself in the shade or or decide to put yourself out there in the sun and, and soak up some some knowledge some wisdom you know and stop cutting yourself off and thinking that you know everything and yep. feel like you're be, you yourself are being attacked like don't be Sharon Osbourne that's no. all I'm saying oh, don't be her don't. you know what I'm saying do not um just just uh yeah I, I don't know i don't know what else to say on that but that's yeah. that's that's what it is you know i know i know we didn't do our mix-up today i don't even know if we really have a quote-unquote mix-up uh, i mean but right uh, yeah we don't nah i mean <laughs> i mean we're yeah, just i mean i'm in- i'm white but i'm a woman so i'm half in a marginalized group yeah 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 but that's have, it yeah. like half but <laughs> yeah um yeah we didn't that's okay yeah hopefully everyone knows this by now yeah yeah i, Just, I think so i did want to say though um i would hope i hope so i did want to say though that um the other the other thing i wanted to bring up really quick so you know we're kind of gonna run long today um is how the murderer, the shooter, was apprehended without incident, mm-hmm. as is usually the case when they are right. white. Right. Um, that was one thing. And the other is that he bought the gun that he was using, going to use the same day as the crimes. Mm. So just. Right. That. But. But, you know, now we have all these voter suppression laws coming at you about how it's election day and you can't register to vote and vote on the same day. But mm. you can go buy a gun and murder a bunch of people mm. the same day. Mm. So just, you know, we, we see where the priorities are in this country mm. with that stuff. Mm. Um, but, but yeah. So that's, that's what I got. Um, but, you know... There's, there's so much work to do everywhere. I just hope people do the work, continue to do the work, continue to educate. Read about the Page Act. Read about the Chinese Exclusion Act. Read about what's going on with this case. Read about the Derek Chauvin trial. Read about Breonna Taylor. Read about everything. Everything. This is, this is ongoing. This is still happening. There's so much going on. There's 13 jurors picked for this trial. So that's happening soon. Um, we had this shooting in Atlanta at the same time that, you know, jury selection's going on for something else. Like, there's a lot. It is a lot. 
it is emotionally draining and hard. It is not easy stuff, but if you care about it, you just keep, you just got to keep moving. Yeah, and you have to keep going. Take time, but definitely just Mm -hmm. keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on out there. Oh, real quick, too. I would also recommend, I I saw not that long ago, uh, this uh, mini series documentary hosted by Will Smith called Amend. uh, Netflix. Netflix, which gets into the 14th Amendment, um, of course, which is about citizenship here in America. Uh, and of what we talked about today uh, is also is on that uh, program as far as uh, Chinese American or Asian American and their place in society and where the violence against them has come from and scapegoating and uh, the whole model minority myth and stuff like that. So it gets into a lot of marginalized uh, communities. It talks about uh, blacks, Asian Americans, Latinos, uh transgender gay lesbian mm-hmm. um, so it all talks of ties woman ties a lot of yeah. these groups into um, that uh, circle of the 14th amendment and what it means to every one of them and the struggles that they have gone to gain that citizenship not just from paper but in practice yeah. as well so I would recommend it as well thanks for that here's your PSA but I think we agree. Stop Asian hate. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQ rights are human rights. And women's rights are human rights. And all that wrapped up into one. So support each other. Facts. And that is episode seven. Yeah. I'm Nicole. And I'm Earl. (laughs) And we're the Poisers. And this was the mix-up. Thank you for joining once again. Thank you. Holla.